close encounters of the third kind. Actual contact. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. All I gotta do is look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! The Sasquatch was approximately eight to ten feet tall. It looked very human-like, but it definitely wasn't a human. After seven years of research, I am more convinced than ever that the creature known as Nessie is a real, living animal. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. Welcome to Mysteriousnesses. Woo. Episode number 13. I'm your host, John Jay. And joined with me are my co-hosts, Lauren and Endless Mike Lance. And the ghost Ooh. of Jared Walker is here, everybody. Spooky. Ooh. Yeah, but you don't have to say spooky. We get we get how no. ghosts speak. You being here beyond the grave is spooky, so you don't have to announce it. Well, that's just how I talk. Why are you now? talking like that? That's yeah, because I'm talk. dead. No, you weren't talking like that until we started the podcast. You were talking normal before. That's because I wasn't dead then. <laughs> yes, you were. Wait, what? I've died. How long God, have you been there's dead? There's a corpse on the floor. Five oh, yeah. seconds. Are you really gonna have to? Are you gonna really talk like that? Don't let him do time? that. No. Don't let him do oh, that. Oh no. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back to life or move on to you know hell or I'll wherever. I'll be done <laughs> by the go. time the next segment begins. Oh. I do like how we almost missed talking at the beginning of the show because we were busy talking about secret Jewish cabals. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? Well, we yeah. were talking Yahoo. about Matis Yahoo. Oh yeah, and yeah. Pink <laughs> at the Grammy. No, oh that's right. That we were talking about how uh, how Jewish people can get around some of their orthodox laws like like there's like certain jewish people that will like hire somebody to come in and then like cook you know like like you know do like their chores on a saturday because yeah. they're not allowed to like turn lights on and off so like they'll pay you to just come and like you know turn the light on turn the light off arm the security system you know <laughs> change the channel you there's know like a comedian <laughs> who talked about his best friend was orthodox probably ari shafir i would guess i forget who it was but like he was invited over to their house every saturday because he was super helpful oh just because he would help yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i would do that i would think what, i'd be cool with it i, I would be cool with it for like maybe one day and then the next saturday I'd be like fuck you guys i'm not <laughs> nope i'm not doing it <laughs> sorry sorry it's too much work <laughs> All right, let's get into science news. A uh, rabbit hole in farmer's field leads to mystery caves. This is awesome. This, I this is really couple, awesome. Like this a month is literally ago. the luckiest guy ever. Uh, and apparently ordinary rabbit's hole in, far in a farmer's field leads to an underground sanctuary said to have been used by devotees of a medieval religious order. But is everything what it seems? According to local legend, the Caton Caves near Schiffel and Shirospor were used by followers of the Knights Templar in the 17th century. Those candles were on when he found that cave, by that, the way. Yeah, that's, that's like an <laughs> Indiana, jo Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, there's always like candles and torches lit. Like somehow the torch 
burns for an hour as he like traverses no, a temple. Those candles they put in there are straight up like ninety nine cents for a bag of. We got those left over at the comedy club. This yeah. isn't this isn't some fucking Yankee candle store. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> So, uh, located less than a meter underground, they appear to be untouched structurally. Uh, their original purpose is shrouded in mystery, but Historic England, which describes the caves as a grotto, believes they were probably built in the late 18th or early 19th century, hundreds of years after the Templar Order was dissolved. Why do they believe so that? So, this is like secret Templars. Like, they had to... I don't know exactly how their religion dif- differs from Christianity uh, itself, but I know Christianity... Or uh, the Pope is who ordered them killed. Oh, really? And their order I, dissolved. Yeah. I know very well, little the about the, the for, for for heresy and paganism and stuff like that. So huh. I know that. So this like so if they still wanted to worship in the way that they did, they would have to do it in secret. Yeah, I, I, from what I remember, that was more of a political thing because they were gaining too much political power or something like that. And right, they like were that. just uh, accused of heresy. Right, right. But I mean, back then it's the same thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, in, in its report, it said that caves appear to be used for black magic rites by modern day visitors. Michael Scott from Birmingham went to photograph the caves after seeing a video of them online. He said, I traipsed over a field to find it, but if you didn't realize it was there, you would just walk right past it, considering how long it's been there, it's in amazing condition. It's like an underground temple. The tunnel leads to a network of walkways and arches carved out of sandstone as well as a font. Which is the same thing as a fount. Yep, we figured that out before the show, too. <laughs> we had to we, we and spent it had a nothing lot of time to do with on this. that shit. It had nothing to do with this. So let's go through the pictures. You guys can uh, check out these pictures in the show notes. They're really, really something. Uh, I love like the the outside view of it. It just looks like a, a little... Yeah, like just, a rabbit hole. Just a rabbit hole. Yeah, it yeah. Looks it's like just a rabbit nothing. hole in the yeah. side. There's trees it looks and vines like on it. more like a gopher hole to me. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get technical. But if you get <laughs> down in that rabbit hole... It just opens up. It's amazing. It just opens up into this obviously carved out thing. There's shit written on the walls and ceiling. And well, I think that's from like graffiti people i think kids probably found this at some point that's what it looks like every cave that i've ever been into anytime i've ever been spelunking has graffiti like that like scratched into the walls like hard to tell kids like i was down deep in these caves and i found i found like a somebody loves somebody like scratched in there like Ah. fucking deep into these caves i was like wow mole people yeah i mean English speaking. <laughs> Mole David loves Mole Diane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Scott said the cave was quite cramped, and those nearing six feet tall would have to bend down to fit in. People were much shorter back then. That's true. Some chambers are so small that those exploring have to enter them on hands and knees. I had to crouch down once, and I was in, uh, I was in it and was completely silent. There were a few spiders in there, but that was it. It was raining, so the slope down was quite sludgy, but inside the cave, it was bone dry. Huh. So that's cool. They made it so like the rainwater doesn't get down into it. Yeah, that's really cool. The caves were reportedly sealed up in 2012 in a bid to keep away vandals and practitioners of black magic. Ugh, that's so dumb. While the rumored uh, connection between the caves and medieval knights seems unlikely, who were the Templars? The Catholic military order was founded in the 12th century to guard pilgrims on their way along the dangerous roads that led to Jerusalem. Its members were effectively armed monk-like knights, monk-like knights who were granted certain legal privileges and whose status was backed by the church. They were reputed to be the possessors of great wealth and power. In 1095, Pope Urban II promised the Knights of Europe forgiveness for their sins if they went on a crusade to win back Jerusalem for Christianity. 
Many responded by taking the cross and showed this act by cutting out red crosses before sewing them into their tunics. So that's when they gained popularity. Huh. And that's where their big symbol came from, the red cross. Yeah, that's what the third Indiana Jones movie is all about, like the Templars, right? Yeah. What? I thought. Yeah. The Last Crusade? Yeah. 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 They were Templar knights. For some, I, for some reason, you said third, and I thought Crystal Skull. No, that's the fourth. That's, that's not an Indiana Jones movie. The one Jones that we don't movie. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really upset that you brought that Why, up. Why? Because it hits too close to home. All right. Let's move on to UFO what? news. UFOs. Uh, disc UFO caught on camera moving out of bay. A Canadian witness at Port Greville reported discovering a disc-shaped object moving out of a local bay and shooting into the sky after watching video previously shot in the area, according to testimony case 82086 from the uh, MUFON network. The witness was at the Bay of Fundy, Nova Scotia, staying at a friend's beach cottage on August 6, 2016, when the incident occurred. I was watching a fairly intense lightning storm roll to the mouth of the Bay of the Atlantic, the witness stated. We were waiting for our barbecue to finish, and I began to film the storm, hoping to get some good footage of the lightning as I waited. The storm was still a good 20 minutes away, but the lightning was going straight down into the water almost every time, and I continued to film it for about two minutes. So this is the still shot. I guess it only appeared in one frame. Huh. Well, automatically I know this guy's lying because lightning shoots up, not down. But whatever, dude. Okay, Flat Earther. <laughs> Who's Shaquille O'Neal now? Is that, is that part of Flat Earth bullshit? That, like, the lightning shoots up, not down? Is that a thing? I have no idea. Oh, I was going to say, that's <laughs> even crazier. That's Yeah, I have no, no. idea. It's like, have you ever seen that shit happen? I, like, mean, I don't know if Mike's being silly or not, but he is technically correct that lightning goes... Up. It would just happen so fast it looks like it shoots down from our perspective. Whatever, Jared. Chemtrails, all that stuff. Whatever, man. You're yeah. just a fucking ghost. What do you know? Yeah, Mr. Anarchy in the UK. <laughs> I apologize for my outburst. <laughs> no, so uh, this this uh, this is like just a quick still frame. and It could be an, an anomaly of the film or whatever, but it does kind of look like a disc. It's shooting out of the water. I wish there was more to go off of here. Yeah, but I mean, that is some theories is that uh, UFOs will uh, lie submerged underwater and they'll, you know, gain energy by either like going to like a thermal vent or by uh, c- either waiting for or creating a lightning storm to power them back up. Like I've heard a- the lightning storm thing. I've never heard it to power them. I've always thought that the lightning storm was just a distraction for them to get the fuck out. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Now, speaking of UFOs, uh, we were talking about fire in the sky, I think, last episode. Yes, so for, I think. So for anyone listening who hasn't seen it, it is on Netflix now. Oh, okay. So you can watch it. Did you it. make Lauren watch that yet? Not yet. We haven't mm-hmm. gotten around to it. All right. You guys got to watch that because Lauren will be freaked out. Ah. She will not be able to sleep. I don't know. Maybe the movie's not that scary. I just remember it being scary because I was 12. Hmm. Could be. It very well could be. <laughs> it probably turns out it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to Bigfoot in cryptozoology news. These people say they have audio of an angry Bigfoot. Chris, Mark, and Betty uh, say they were using a parabolic microphone and trying a new method in order to get Bigfoot's attention when they captured the unknown angry sounds. This method, it seems, consists of a projectile uh, shooting a projectile out of a small slingshot aimed at random spots on the Florida swamps. Oh my god, dude. So these guys got a wrist rocket, and they're shooting just shit into the mangroves, trying to piss off Bigfoot. Are these the guys from 
so uh, this travel is, channel. This happened in Florida. Yeah. yeah no, I don't think these guys have their own show yet, yeah. but I think they should. Pissing off Bigfoot is well, like also, the next show. Well, also, that's not Bigfoot. That's the Skunk Ape. Well, yeah, it's the Skunk Ape, but it's Bigfoot and Skunk Ape is the same thing. They're the same damn thing. They're not the same. They're not. They no, are. No. Come on. They are. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're gonna, so you're dog, gonna tell not, me that yetis are the same thing? And yeah, dogs they're all the and same. Wolves are the uh, same. You, they just look a little different depending on where you're they at. They smell yeah. a little different. Yeah, they have different personalities. Not really and traits. though, because Bigfoot is known to stink wherever the fuck he is. That's true. So it makes more Sw- sense. Skunk ape is a yeah. much different smell. Oh yeah, have you smelled one? Have you have you smelled yes. this? No, you John's dad showed me his skunk ape foot once, and it reeked. Oh yeah, but that's that's just. What my dad calls it, Mike. That's not. That's attached to him. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> just what he calls it. Oh, yeah, it was a graft. You didn't have to smell that. I told you you didn't have to smell it, but you it was, did anyway. It was a human missing link graft. So uh, they said it sounds like a giant. They wrote on a 31-minute-long YouTube video. Uh, it is after 16 minutes of throwing rocks that the couple receives a reply through their homemade equipment. It is not clear whether the group actually believes they have hit a Bigfoot with their slingshot. This is a dick thing to do, by the way. <laughs> the audio reply reportedly taken right before dark and shocking the two explorers resembles a gorilla's guttural sound and clicking noises like the alien from Predator. Ooh. So, I'll just play this for you guys. Oh, nobody's listening, so. But I'll go to 16, 16 minutes. I heard it earlier when you played it. Yeah, you can hear like a guttural sound coming, and you can hear like uh, at certain points you can hear like ju- yeah. Here you go. It's like you can hear off in the distance at certain times, like big things crashing around. That last time you did. Very eerie voice. Sounds like a Floridian. The whole reason why I did that experiment was... Anyway, you guys can check out the video. It sounds like a couple Florida assholes. Yeah, well, they they have this good audio equipment, and uh, I I think it's a good idea. Maybe not fucking trying to hit Skunk Ape with a slingshot, slingshot, because that is mean. Yeah. It's just a dick thing to do. This is why we need to actually get out... But I think using this equipment is a good idea. Yeah, using the equipment's great, but this is why we all need to get out... And look for this shit. Because these motherfuckers... Yeah, we need to just cordon off like a square mile. And then we shoot slingshots into... <laughs> or we just fill it with bear traps. No, I think and we're then we fill it with bear traps. Do... And then we light that area on fire. And draw the fire into the center. And either the Bigfoot escapes or we got a Bigfoot body. Either way, we see it. Yeah. That's proof right there. No. No. Yeah, it's for no, their own good. We need to it's scale for back good. this yeah. Florida a little bit. <laughs> you're right. You're um, right. If anyone wants to see I got it, excited by these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone yeah. wants to see a good movie featuring Bigfoot running around murdering people. Uh, I think you're in the Hendersons. Oh, no. Uh, well, I'll say it again. Exist on Netflix. Just because it is a good Bigfoot movie, too. They piss off Bigfoots and Bigfoots start killing them. Well, I mean, if you're going to piss off Bigfoot, what can you expect? Yeah, if you're going to piss off Bigfoot, make sure you do it from, like, a boat or something. Yeah, they can't <laughs> swim. Well, I mean, if you're going to piss off Bigfoot, just kill him in the end. Because... You know those those motherfuckers hold a grudge. They've yeah. got to. Remember that picture of the guy that found Bigfoot in the swamp, but it was just like a stuffed gorilla that he stuck in the swamp and took a picture of it? Yeah. And it was obvious. Uh, uh. Why? Seriously, you don't have to antagonize Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. That's why we can't... 
that's the problem is you have too many people trying to antagonize him. Of course, they don't want us to see him if every time they run into us, we're dicks. Here's a, in uh, Tampa, Florida. Ooh, hometown. In early oh, January. Hey. This is January of uh, 2015. Uh, the published photographs of a rather static Bigfoot-like creature half-submerged in the waters of Florida's swamp attracted the attention of millions of Internet users. These pictures, image analysis experts suggested, have most likely been photoshopped. So you remember this one? Where it looked like a uh, just oh, like this is the one I was just talking about. Yeah, we were talking about it before, where it was just like the it was like a gorilla mask, like photoshopped, on, yeah. or it was like a gorilla's face oh, photoshopped onto yeah. a thing. Yeah, onto like a stump. But uh, that one kind of overshadowed this one. I didn't realize uh, on Monday, and granted, this is around the same time. So this was a few years ago when we talked about this on uh, our our sister or brother podcast, Something Planet. But uh, on Monday, another Florida man contacted Cryptozoology News about a new sighting that had allegedly taken place at the same location, the Hillsborough County Lettuce Lake Park. Uh, Matt M., a Wimanuma resident who disclosed his full name but requested to be, uh, remain anonymous, also provided an exclusive video taken with an iPhone 6 that contains what he reportedly saw on Sunday, January 25th. I was canoeing some of the swamps around Lettuce Lake Park and saw what I thought was a bear. The tree service worker said in an interview with Cryptozoology News, I have been there before but not, did not venture on the little side rivers. I'm just not looking for attention. The 42-second video shows what looks like a dark, seemingly bipedal humanoid-like silhouette wading in the swamp as the men on the canoe paddle their way out of the area. Okay. So we can take a look, at, look this. at this. It's pretty quick. I want to see what you guys think. He's um, holding the camera in vertical mode, by the way. Yeah, total fucking amateur. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> we should go to Lettuce Lake Park. That's not too far All away right, from us. All right, so here, can you make a max size of John? Yeah, I can full screen it. And if you look right here. Yeah, I see it. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Something it moved. moving around. Yeah, it's moving around. What? Uh, damn, that thing looks like a gorilla. It does look like a gorilla. What? Holy shit. Whoa! It's kind of walking in the water. It's making splashes. That's harder to fake with the splashes and shit around it. But Why it's did also you move the camera away? What? Uh, they think they're on a boat, so yeah, it's, he is it's sort of boat. bobbing. Why are you... And then maybe he heard something over there. That was actually pretty compelling. Yeah, so he said it looked like a bear in color and texture but it had long swinging arms yeah very long arms I couldn't see the face very well other than being hair covered and I didn't get very close since the purported creature was in the water says the videographer he couldn't estimate its height but he believes the animal was definitely hefty and that it seemed to lumber along yeah, yeah it's definitely it, lumbering it, it, yeah it looked like a gorilla but had longer legs and arms well not arms but definitely longer legs mm -hmm. so big and hairy yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So that's right by us in Hillsborough County. So, trip. Where, I wonder where Lettuce Lake is. Field trip. I'm pretty sure if we could look it. it up. We could go there for a day and hike around. Mm -hmm. Looking for Bigfoot is the same as hiking. Yep. Except you're looking except, for Bigfoot except also. Except for it's way more fun. Yeah, because you don't have to call it hiking. If you're like, hey, Lauren, you want to go hiking? Like, nope. Hey, Lauren, you want to look for Bigfoot? Yes. Same exact activity, though. <laughs> All right. Uh,. Before we move on to our feature segment, which uh, we're going to be talking about uh, ancient celestial occurrences and yeah. modern alien wars. Nice. 
Ooh. A little bit. Exciting. Forever spin. Let's talk about, uh, in paranormal news, Savannah's old Chatham County Jail is home to the spirit of Carl Isaacs, one of the most evil ghosts in Georgia. Okay. Savannah, Georgia is notorious for being one of the most haunted cities in the entire country, and for good reason. Locations like uh, Bonaventure Cemetery, Old Candler Hospital, and the Moon River Brewing Company have had paranormal investigations planning their next big excursions for years. I think Ghost Adventures has done all of those places. Yeah, I think so. I know they've definitely done the Moon River Brewing Company. Yeah, that place was pretty haunted. Uh, This one haunted spot in Savannah that you've absolutely got to see, the old Chatham County Jail. If you're planning on spending the night, however, only the bravest and most experienced ghost hunters need apply. The Chatham County Sheriff's Department is one of the oldest in the country, having established itself in 1737. Oh, shit, that is old. Yeah, around 56 years before the title of sheriff was even adopted. The department made the move to Montgomery Street in the mid-1970s, but for decades the old Chatham County Jail served as home to nearly 300 inmates each and every day. So as you can imagine, both the building and its inhabitants have seen their fair share of trouble. By 1889, the prison was closed and the inmates moved to another jail, leaving the building as a makeshift storage center for city archives. It was during this time that rumors about the strange activity inside the building's walls began to spread throughout the paranormal community. Not only were employees experiencing disembodied voices, phantom footsteps, and the overwhelming feeling that they were constantly being watched, they were also being touched, pushed, and in some cases even thrown up against walls by an invisible force. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's... Fucking scary. You go to work yeah. as a file clerk and something invisible force throws you against the wall. Yeah, some ghost Not prison guard. Not part of the job description. Yeah. No, I'm taking an early lunch that day for <laughs> sure. By 2006, the old Chatham County Jail was abandoned, and it didn't take long for paranormal researchers to begin asking if they could investigate the ghostly claims. Over the years, a... Oh, let me throw this on the screen for you guys. Over the years, a number of ghostly teams have collected paranormal evidence that ranges everywhere from thermal video of ghostly figures to spooky EVP recordings to full-blown poltergeist activity. In one instance, a 150-pound metal plate flung itself across a room and smashed into the opposite wall in full view of a group of visitors. That's pretty scary. Yeah, Yeah. Jesus. That's like like a metal plate like for like a barbell? I guess. Fuck that. I mean, why else would you need a 150-pound plate? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Couldn't even tell you. I don't Maybe know the, much about jail. I don't want to. I have want no to. fucking clue, actually. Everybody just has to carry those around. Yeah. Just weights. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. The strange occurrences have become commonplace in old Chatham County Jail, but there's one spirit wandering the halls that has everyone shaking in their uh, books. Books? Boots? I think they mean boots. The ghost so. of former inmate Carl Isaacs. In May of 1973, Carl Isaacs escaped a jail in Maryland, along with two brothers and a friend, drove to Florida hoping to avoid being recaptured by the police. Unfortunately, when the group ran out of gas, they felt they had no other reason than to steal it. Uh, They pulled over to pump in rural Georgia, only to discover that it was dry. It was then that Isaacs noticed the mobile home belonging to the Aldi family tucked quietly behind a building. Carl Isaacs decided to rob them. All these things tend to work as these things tend to work out the burglary burglary went totally wrong when the entire family arrived to discover their home in the process of being robbed Isaacs ordered the Aldi family inside the trailer at gunpoint Isaacs and his two partners then shot and killed all five Aldi men 
raping and eventually killing Mary Aldi and dumping her body in the nearby woods. Isaacs was arrested in West Virginia a few days later, still in possession of the murder weapons. What a dummy. Wow. All right. The killing of the Aldi family went down in history as one of the most gruesome murders in Georgia history. Carl's I- Carl Isaac spent years locked up inside the old Chatham County Jail fighting the death penalty. But when the U.S. Supreme Court denied his final appeal, he was put to death by lethal injection in May of 2003. He still holds the record for Georgia's longest death row inmate. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, he fought yeah. it for a long time, and they were like, nah, man, you fucking raped that chick and like killed a bunch and of kids. killed yeah. them and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, that's fucked you up, dude. You need to be put down. Like, yeah, nope. Sorry, buddy. I mean, who even fights for those ones? <laughs> yeah. It would feel really weird to be the lawyer on his side. It's like somebody has to be his somebody lawyer. Somebody has to do it, but damn. I mean, it's your job. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer, so I could be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the cell and the surrounding areas that house Isaacs are said to be some of the most active locations in the jail, leaving even the most seasoned paranormal investigators shaking in their boots. Ghost hunters say the evil spirit makes himself known with an overwhelming feeling of dread that is nearly impossible to shake. Many investigators leave this area feeling as though they've experienced some of the most oppressive energy imaginable. And when you consider the kinds of evil deeds Isaacs committed during life, he probably hasn't changed much in death. The old Chatham County Jail is haunted, is so haunted that it drew the attention of ghost hunters Nick Groff and Katrina Wiedemann, who I will stop reading now because I'm not advertising their dumb shit. Yeah, uh, the, the guy point. was one of the three guys from Ghost Adventures, and he's got a new show. He's got a new show with that girl, yeah. yeah I haven't seen it. So Why did the ghost adventurers break up? I think they just all... I think their contract ended or something. Well, that's like the that. one with uh, what's his face, Zach. Zach. Zach Baggins. Well, I think the deal is with Zach is I think he take he takes it more seriously than the show wanted. He's like, you guys don't even believe I had sex with a ghost once. No, yeah. he's like super serious about that shit. I think that was part of the problem. That's why I didn't sign back onto it. From what I've read, I like that guy. Cause I he's like him so too because he like you can tell like he he fucking believes in that shit. Well, if you listen to the show intro, he did come face to face with the spirit. <laughs> yeah, and that's what changed his life. Yep. That's true. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with our feature segment talking about ancient celestial events and battles with aliens. See you after the break. Commercial. Thanks, Ghost Jared. Got weird snacks. Mike's always, Mike always brings the most mysterious snacks. Muddy buddies. These are muddy buddies. Yeah, that doesn't even sound appetizing. It's the worst name for a snack ever. That sounds like you will like like a cute name for like a dirty diaper. Yeah. Oh, your muddy buddy needs change. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I want some mussy. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something they would say in that movie, Get Out. Oh God. Oh no. Don't remind me of that. I'm having a panic attack. That movie scared the shit out of me. All right. So right now we're going to talk about... Uh, this is actually comes from a listener. It comes from uh, Kung Fu Don. Um, 
Joe. Joe, Kung Fu Joe. No, I don't know. Is he a Kung Fu guy? I'm, I'm not sure. Probably. It looks like he He's is. He's got a shirtless picture on his profile picture. Joe, if you're not into Kung Fu, I think you would rock at it. I think you'd be good at it. I think you'd be You'd look like a total it. Kung Fu guy. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because you may or may not be Asian. Oh, I don't know. I didn't look at the picture very closely. Oh, uh, no, I don't think <laughs> Wait, could this guy be Donnie Yen? He could be. I mean, just like under a pseudonym. No, I don't, I don't think so. That would be uh, awesome. I mean, sorry, I pronounced it wrong. A suiting name. Suiting name. No. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, he, he brought up to us uh, a, a topic that he was interested in. It was the uh, 1500s <laughs> celestial phenomenon over Nuremberg. 1560s. Which is really cool because I haven't heard of this before. So I was really stoked when he sent it our way. So thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was April 1561 when all residents of Nuremberg, Germany, uh, came out of their houses to investigate mysterious lights and loud sounds. They watched the sky panicked, witnessing some kind of battle, and all of this in daylight. Uh, the event lasted for about one hour. Artist Hans Glaser documented the strange event for the German Nuremberg Gazette. Describing the event, he refers to crosses, tubes, wheels, multicolored objects, and globes over the city. Hundreds of them. Objects would disappear in smoke, some even crashing to the ground. The smoke was visible for miles. Some would dismiss all this to the appearance of meteors or comets, even other natural events, but the uniqueness of the Nuremberg incident eliminates such interpretations. Right, okay. You, you want to go ahead and read this part, Mike? Yeah. Uh, this, this is from the Nuremberg Gazette. Yeah, this is a quote directly from the newspaper there. The dreadful apparition filled the morning sky with cylindrical shapes from which emerged black, red, orange, and blue-white spheres that darted about. Between the spheres, there were crosses with the color of blood. This frightful spectacle was witnessed by numerous men and women. Afterwards, a black spear-like object appeared. The author of the Gazette warned that the God-fearing will by no means discard these signs, but will take it to heart as a warning of their merciful Father in Heaven, will mend their lives and faithfully beg God that he avert his wrath, including the well-deserved punishment on us, so that we may temporarily here and perpetually there live as his children. From Abstract from the Nuremberg Gazette. Yeah, a few... So they, uh, what, did they think it was like a war going on in heaven or something? That's kind of what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, it, it, it's it's a Christian city. Yeah. So, obviously, they're, they're attributed it as, way. like, some sort of Christian god event. But, I mean, if this same thing happened over ancient Greece, they would say that the, ba the gods were battling in the sky. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Over Mount Olympus. And... If it happened tomorrow in Tampa, Florida, we would say aliens are fighting each other. Yeah. And that Trump was winning. Or the skunk cake. The skunk, the skunk cake. cake? Yep. That sounds like the worst cake. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, a, few a few years later in 1566, another similar event took place in Basel, Switzerland. But this time it involved black orbs in the sky skirmish above the city. The event was also uh, recorded at the time in the city's gazette. Another, another similar event took place in 1697 in Hamburg, Germany, where the crowd watched two enormous glowing wheels in the sky above the city. Unfortunately, there were no cameras available back then to take photos. 
Yeah, no shit. Yeah, it was the 15th. So, uh, newspaper references and drawings are only evidence and remain open to the interpretation of many. Huh, that's in- interesting what they describe, if you go back up to that uh, quote, John, is the, they do, cl- it seems like they clearly describe ball lightning at one point. Oh, the the blue-white spheres? Yeah, and then the black spear that shoots out over everything. Oh, well, yeah, here is uh, here's the artist's interpretation. And so this is a drawing, and we don't put a lot of credence into drawings, but uh, as somebody that would uh, be drawing for the newspaper, they would try to be as accurate as possible in their time. So this is this is pretty weird. There's like a big spear, and you guys can find all this in the show notes. I, I'm, I'm assuming the guy tried to get it as close to size as it was because he's got a little drawing of the city beneath it my the weirdest thing that's in that picture to me are the two blue tubes that seem to be erupting the red orbs you see that on each side yeah yeah well there's more than two of those there's there's, there was one on the top too that has Red orbs. Yeah, it's like maybe the, maybe these are like motherships deploying smaller, mothership, smaller spacecraft. It's a, the portal from which they're coming from. It's it's really strange. I mean, they actually look like they look like tubes. Like they even have like the each end is kind of lined. Like yeah, like they're clearly deploying the red balls out of each tube. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is interesting, and this is like happened. Uh, uh, throughout ancient times, uh, similar sky battles are are uh, depicted in the Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, yeah Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. yeah, I can't say it right. Um, I also liked how there's other ones. All these events took place within what sixty years of each other. It was yeah, yeah like they close. just kept having these weird like sky battles where you know they obviously did not have the technology to fly in any capacity at this time. Yeah, another interesting thing to note in the picture itself is that there are some of the orbs in the bottom right corner that have obviously fallen to earth. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah, the that's in there. that's in the description. Yeah, they were crashing so on the outskirts you, of the city. It makes you wonder. If there's been any sort of findings in that area of Nuremberg. Well, yeah, this is... Because if there were crashes... Hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Yeah, it'd be hard to find. You have to dig the shit out of that area, but it does make you wonder if anything was left behind, if there was that much of a mess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think... I think it's like... That's this has all been built over since anybody would have interest in, like, uh, you know, nuts and bolts UFOs, you know? True. I wonder what the crosses could be. That's yeah, I don't know. Weird. I mean, I don't. You don't hear about crosses in UFOlogy that often. Yeah, the, uh, the, the there's there's all kinds of similar things, but you got to remember, you know, at at a time, at, at all this stuff happened at times before uh, <coughs> video cameras, so it's like we're not actually seeing what happened. No. So we're seeing someone's interpretation. It's someone's of interpretation yeah. of it. So they see these crosses, and it reminds them of crosses, like yeah. you know, crucifixes or whatever. So then all of a sudden, that's what they are. Yeah. I just, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, like, I don't... I can't th- bring up anything too quickly as far as, like, UFOs go, where people talk about, like, X-shaped... Flying. Well, maybe objects. they were wiped out by the spherical. Yeah, the one. sphere, the sphere wars. Spheres versus crosses yeah. versus cylinders versus globes. It's the ultimate tic tac toe in the sky. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, this this kind of thing, like mass sightings, have been reported for for thousands of years. True that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm particularly interested in the big black spear shaped thing because that seemed like <clears throat> excuse me, because that seemed like at least according to the drawing, like that thing was huge. That had like a mothership kind of vibe to it, just because of how big it was in yeah. comparison to everything else. That's that's that was my first thought. Uh, so let's go into some other uh, weird celestial phenomenon that uh, has been reported in ancient times uh here's some observed in ancient egypt uh as many of you know there was a number of accounts of how our ancestors experienced contact with highly advanced alien civilizations this is from message to eagle.com okay so you know it's highly reputable (laughs) (laughs) one of the earliest written records of an encounter with extraterrestrial extraterrestrial intelligence comes from egypt more than 3500 years ago it is an account of an unusual celestial phenomenon as observed by ancient Egyptians. Among the papers of the deceased professor Alberto Tuli, director of the Egyptian Museum of uh, Vatican Scientists, uh, discovered a very badly decayed uh, papyrus that contained a detailed account of what many today would describe as a UFO sighting. Okay. The papyrus told the story of... Thotmosis III, one of Egypt's greatest pharaohs who witnessed several shining circles in the sky. The sighting began uh, with the appearance of one headless shining full circle. I don't know what headless full circle or fire circle. Headless fire? I don't know. I don't know what what that means. means. Yeah, I don't know how a circle would have a head. I don't know. Two days later, a number of fire circles were visible in the sky. According to the papyrus, in the year 22 of the third month of winter, sixth hour of the day, the scribes, archivists, or chronicles, or analysts of the House of Life found that there was a circle of fire coming in the sky, but it had no head. This is, uh, this is interpreted, so we don't know what they mean by it had no a head. circle having no head. Uh, from its mouth came a breath that stank. One rod long was its body, and a rod wide, it was noiseless. So it was a rod, one rod, rod for its body, like and it was one rod seven wide. feet, I think. I don't remember. I thought, yeah, I think it's seven and a half feet. Something like that. I think that's what I heard in an Indiana Jones-like that movie. exactly <laughs> what I was referencing in my head. <laughs> We're professionals. And the hearts of the scribes became terrified and confused, and they laid themselves flat on their bellies. They reported to the pharaoh his majesty ordered uh, has been examined, and he was meditating on what had happened and which is recorded on the uh, papyri of the House of Life. Now, after some days had gone by, and behold, these things became more numerous in the skies than ever. They shone more than the brightness of the sun and extended to the limits of the four supports, quarters of the heavens. Dominating in the sky was the station of these fiery circles. The army of the pharaoh looked on with him in their midst. It was after supper, thereupon these fire circles ascended higher in the sky towards the south. When the shining flying objects vanished out of sight, something unusual happened. A number of fishes and winged animals started to fall from the sky. There are many ancient records of remarkable things falling from the sky throughout history. People have witnessed pieces of meat, flesh, insects, colored dust, ice, stones, and bricks fall from the heavens. Thermosis III shared the same experience. The papyrus continues. 
Fishes and winged animals or bird fell from the sky, a marvel never before known since the foundation of this land, and Pharaoh caused incense to be brought to make peace on earth. And what happened was ordered by the Pharaoh to be written in the animals of the house of life so that it be remembered forever. So I guess they're, yeah, they're writing on, they're writing to, uh, to preserve it forever. Yeah. Huh. Indeed, Thermosus III was so impressed that the entire event was recorded on papyrus and he considered it very momentous. The pharaoh did not want us to forget what had occurred in the year 22 of the third month of winter, sixth hour of the day, and we remember. Of course, Thermosus III was not the only witness who observed the appearance of UFOs. There are many other similar accounts. So, So this is like an actual papyrus that has been translated saying, like, yeah, weird shit in the sky. There were flaming wheels in the sky, and then there was a bunch of shit falling from the sky. I think headless means a lack of a halo. So, you know how, like, there are accounts of weird supernatural happenings where something will be glowing, but it's not lighting up the surrounding area, but it's still glowing. Yeah, I know. I think I know what you mean. Either that, or they could be referring to the fact that it didn't seem to have a front or back. That could also be the case. Yeah, it was headless in the way Perfectly that it didn't, spherical. Lo- it didn't look like a, an animal. Yeah, that makes sense. Or a person. That also makes sense. Um... In a, on a non-serious note, your first uh, version of, uh, I think it's Tothmosis. 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 Did they say a different five my, separate times? Yeah, my favorite version was Thoughtmosis, when I was just thinking about, like, thought, like, T-O... Thought. T-H-O-T. Some hoary fucking Egyptian chick. Thought. Thoughtmosis. Oh, I get it. Yeah, like yeah. a thought. thought. Me- she's talking about memes. Thothimosis. Tothmosis. Tothmos. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say it. I think Thothmosis. it's. I think it's Tothmosis. I Thothmosis. apologize to any listeners that my reading may be a little bit worse <laughs> than it normally is. <coughs> I've been sick for the past couple of days, but I really, really wanted to get a li- uh, an episode out to you guys. I blame Heck your yeah. dirty wife for getting you sick. Uh, it's because I had to go into her office and work. Anytime I have to go to a place like that. Just never feel sick. good. Yeah, I only worked like four hours, and I was like, "Yep, that's too much for me. I'm taking ah. a week off." Sick. Oh man, <laughs> I need to do the same. Yeah. So this is interesting, and then uh, before we get on to uh, another occurrence that is attributed more to uh, uh, the Virgin Mary than aliens, I want to talk about the Battle of Los Angeles because this is a famous thing that happened. In February of 1942. Okay. It's known as the Battle of Los Angeles, and there was a movie actually made recently within the last few years about it. Although it, you know, isn't it exactly based it was on this. Considered horrible too. The movie. What movie? Battle of Los Angeles. It's oh. just about an alien invasion in modern times. But this yeah. is uh, 1942, and it's also referred to as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid. And it's uh. It's the name given by contemporary sources to the rumor, rumored em- enemy attack and subsequent anti-aircraft artillery barrage, which took place from late February 24th to early February 25th in 1942. The incident occurred less than three months after the United States entered World War II. So everybody in Los Angeles, they're on the coast of the Pacific. You know, the enemy has already bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. 
And obviously, if if the Japanese Empire is going to con- continue to attack forward, Los Angeles is probably the most next yeah, so next most li- likely target. Everyone's on edge at this point. Yeah, everybody's freaked the fuck out. Yeah, it's World War. It's it's the beginning of World War Two. World War Two has already been happening, but it's the beginning of the World War Two for, for the U.S. Yeah. So. So it's three months after they jumped. Uh, see Pearl Harbor. And and it's one. It happened one day after the bombardment of Elwood on the twenty third of February. Initially, the target of the aerial barrage was thought to be an attacking force from Japan, but speaking at a press conference shortly afterwards, Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox called the incident a false alarm. Newspapers of the time published a number of reports and speculations of a cover up. Some contemporary UFOologists and conspiracy theorists have suggested the targets were extraterrestrial spacecraft. When documenting the incident in 1949, the United States Coast Artillery Association identified a meteorological meteorological balloon. Meteorological. Thank you. Sent up at 1 a.m. that started all the shooting and concluded that once the firing started, imagination created all kinds of targets in the sky and everyone joined in. In 1983, the U.S. Office of Air Force History attributed the event to a case of war nerves triggered by a lost weather balloon that exacerbated uh, by a few stray flares and shell bursts from adjoining batteries. So this is the first known time that the government blamed a UFO on a weather balloon. Yeah, every time I hear weather balloon, I'm like, nah, fuck Bullshit. you. Bullshit. So how did those five people die in this battle then? Well, I don't maybe flack. So air raid sirens sounded throughout the Los Angeles County on uh, the night of 24 and 25, February 1942. A total blackout was ordered, and thousands of air raid wardens were summoned to their positions at 3.16 a.m. The 37th Coast Artillery Brigade began firing 50-caliber machine guns and 12.8-pound anti-aircraft shells into the air at a reported aircraft. Over 1,400 shells would eventually be fired. Pilots of the 4th Interceptor Command were alerted, but the aircraft remained grounded. The artillery fire continually uh, continued sporadically until 4.14 a.m. The all-clear was sounded, and the blackout order lifted at 7.21 a.m. So several. What time did the firing? 3.16 to 4.14? So they were firing for like an hour. Jesus. Yeah, like everybody was firing for an hour straight. Yeah, I, I feel like they would have figured out it was a weather balloon way before then if it was only just a weather balloon. I mean, people are stupid, but I don't think they're that fucking stupid to shoot at something for an hour. So let, let's go... Uh, a photo published in the Los Angeles Times on February 26, 1942, has been cited by some UFOologists and conspiracy theorists as evidence of extraterrestrial visitation. They assert that the photo clearly shows searchlights focused on an alien spaceship. However, the photo was heavily modified by photo retouching prior to publication, a routine practice in graphic arts at the time uh, intended to improve contrast in the black and white photos. So let's take a look at... The photo. Oh no, they just. Uh, is it the photo at the top there? Yeah, here's the. And you can find all this in the show notes. So yeah, you can see that the searchlights look. It looks like they're focused on what appears to be a, like a blimp or a cigar-shaped UFO. Which we've talked about those before. Yeah. So basically, pe- people saw this thing. 
And they shot at it. And they shot at it, and nothing happened, and then the government said it was a weather balloon. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if you shoot at a weather balloon for an hour straight, somebody's going to hit the mark. Yeah, somebody's, I mean, that weather balloon ain't lasting long to a 50 cal. You're going to take it down. Like, that's not a weather balloon. Um... Also, wouldn't yeah. it be if 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 somebody was releasing a weather balloon, wouldn't it be documented? Like, yeah, hey, yeah, hey know. guys, this is just a weather balloon. Don't shoot down my weather yeah, balloon. This is a weather balloon. Or, hey guys, I lost my weather balloon at this time, and then you'd be able to look like, oh yeah, so and so lost his weather balloon around then. Yeah, it makes sense that like you know it's over here now. Like it, it's such a bullshit excuse to say weather balloon. It automatically says, we don't know what this is. This is the easiest thing to say to get you off it's our backs. Swamp gas detonating. So yeah, basically they're saying is that everybody just got real scared. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I I I, I just don't buy it. Like these guys, the you know these guys at these artillery positions, they're not they're not amateur soldiers, you know. No. These are like the best guys that were already in the army. Especially for the time, like they're gonna make sure the best guys are there because. Pearl Harbor just That's got That's Homeland hit. Defense, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, they're gonna... It's the first line of defense as far as they're concerned. And, uh, yeah, I understand, I understand nerves, but just shooting at nothing doesn't make any sense. For a fucking hour? Yeah. For over an hour. Uh, no. It's... There was something going on that they didn't want to talk about. I mean, maybe it wasn't uh, an alien UFO or anything like that. Maybe it was some extra military shit that they didn't want to talk about at the time. It it could be something as um, you think somebody stole like a experimental spacecraft and they tried to, and they tried to shoot it down. Possibly something like that. You know, like it could. There were there was a lot of experimentation going on as far as like you know new technology for World War Two on all fronts. So well, I mean, this was before like the the whole UFO flap. Before UFOs became popular. Yeah, this was before yeah. Roswell. Roswell was the 50s? So it, maybe it was just some of our shit that got, you know, they got out that they didn't want it to get out so soon. But, but that if it was picture, our stuff, it would have just been destroyed. Yeah. that Or maybe it was somebody else's. Maybe someone was trying to push forward. Like, then there'd be like a hulking, fiery blimp on the ground of Los Angeles. Either way... That picture is not a weather balloon being retouched or no. Yeah, like, no. It's that's some that thing weird is huge. Shit. Yeah. Also, that's very odd. Let's move on to the Lady of Fatima. I think that's how you say it because it's Portuguese. Fatima, I guess. Yeah, probably. I'm not certain. And uh, I, like, I'm not even going to go into this too much, uh, but. The miracle of the sun is is the is the big one. Basically, uh, there was three shepherd children that were given prophecies by apparently the Virgin Mary mm-hmm. or some entity that they just perceived as the Virgin Mary, or they claimed it was. But uh, as early as July 1917, it was claimed that the Virgin Mary had promised a miracle for the last of her apparitions on the 13th of October. So that all would believe. What happened then became known as the miracle of the sun. A huge crowd, uh, variously estimated between thirty thousand and a hundred thousand, including newspaper reporters and fo- uh, photographers, gathered at Cova da Ira. Uh, the incessant rain had ceased, and there was a thin layer of cloud. 
Uh, Lucia, seeing light rising from the lady's hands and the sun appearing as a silver disc, called out, Look at the sun. She later had no memory of saying this. Witnesses spoke of the sun appearing to change colors and rotate like a wheel. Witnesses gave widely varying description of the sun's dance. Poet Alfonso Lopez Vieira and schoolteacher Delfina Lopez, with her students and other witnesses at the town of Arbutia, that was a bad pronunciation, reported that the solar phenomenon was visible up to 40 kilometers away. However, the phenomenon was not visible in other parts of the globe. Huh. So it was so basically they saw this sun changing colors and spinning like a wheel up to 40 kilometers away but like no one Nowhere else on else. earth yeah. saw that happening. So that means the sun wasn't actually doing anything. No, some sort of visual know, thing. visual effect I guess and uh, no movement or other phenomenon of the sun was recorded by scientists at the time. Not all witnesses reported seeing the sun dance. Some people only saw the radiant colors, and others, including some believers, saw nothing unusual at all. So not even everyone looking at it saw the same thing. So I'm thinking what that kind of tells me is that this is sort of a mob mentality thing where somebody thought they saw it, and then somebody else is like, oh, I have to have seen it too then because I can't... Then well Somebody's like, don't you see it? And then people are like, yeah, I, I see yeah, it. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, it's like that and or some you, crazy shit was happening. If you stare at the sun for too long, it starts to look weird because it starts to build that imprint on the inside of you're your retina. You're not supposed to stare at the sun at all. It, well, that's my point. So if you're, like, if you're staring at the sun for a long period of time, it's going to start to look strange. So maybe you've got a bunch of people staring at the sun... And some of them start to see shit because it's messing with their fucking eyes. Um, I haven't... Fucking people from Portugal are retarded. No. <laughs> Come on now. I, I have a problem with these sorts of miracles. Well, because it, it was built up, too. Well, it was like, hey, something's supposed to happen yeah, on this yeah, day. Everybody's like, oh, it's a thing. And they, like, they uh, you know, advertise it and stuff like that. But it's like it's not just that though. Like the, just the spirit of these sort of miracles annoys me. It's like, so let's say that this did happen, right? That some force created the sun, made the sun look like it was doing fantastical things, right? If this thing, if this entity has the ability to make the sun dance, right? Why didn't it do something actually worthwhile? Instead of some weird hallucinogenic effect, like why didn't it cure a bunch of sick people? Like what? Like it's annoying. Well, because it's not the Virgin Mary. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. Is like the principle of these things annoys me. It's like, yeah, that's cute and all, but if you're gonna do like a real, if you're gonna call something a miracle, some sort of like weird light show isn't a miracle. Yeah, well, maybe it's just, like, aliens, like, experimenting with uh, humans' perceptions. Maybe. Could I don't be know. that. It drives me nuts, though. I get, I get pissy with it. Also, uh, take into account, this was after a rain, and uh, <clears throat> light tends to... Refract. Refract and do some interesting things after a rainstorm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I always take tons of acid during rainstorms, <laughs> and when it's over, it's like, Wow. Miracle. The sun's dancing. <laughs> there were supposed to be three different um, things told to the children, though. Three like different prophecies. prophecies. The secrets. Let's see. The Does first. Does it ever mention? Yeah. 
in a different article. A, here's the first secret, Mike. You want to take that one? Yeah. Uh, in their third memoir written in 1941, Lucia said that the first secret, a vision of hell, was disclosed, disclosed to the children on July 13, 1917. Our Lady showed us a great sea of fire which seemed to be under the earth. Plunged in this fire were demons and souls in human form, like transparent burning embers, all blackened or burnished bronze, floating about in the, conflag in the conflagration now raised into the air by the flames that issued from within themselves together with great clouds of smoke, now falling back on every side like sparks in a huge fire. Without weight or equilibrium, and amid shrieks and groans of pain and despair, which horrified us and made us tremble with fear, the demons could be distinguished by their terrifying and repulsive likeness to frightful and unknown animals, all black and transparent. This vision lasted but an instant. How can we ever be grateful enough to our kind Heavenly Mother, who had already prepared us by promising in the first apparition to take us to heaven? Otherwise, I think we would have died of fear and terror. So that's pretty spooky. So she gave them a vision of hell, basically. Which, I mean... It's no different than any other vision of hell in, you know, Catholicism. Also, you could just be like, yeah, I got a vision of hell. Yeah. This is what it looks like, everybody. Uh, hey, everybody. If you haven't heard this before, but it's all fire and brimstone and spooky and shit. Like, that's not really a new idea. Yeah, but seeing it is probably different than, you yeah. know, some yeah. doofy priest telling you about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they could also just be fucking lying, too. <coughs> Lauren, you want to take the second secret? <coughs> sure. The second secret was a statement that World War I would end, along with a prediction of another war during the reign of Pope Pius the Eleventh. Should men continue offending God and should Russia not convert? The second half requests that Russia be consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Uh, she says... You have seen hell where the, soul, the souls of poor sinners go. To save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. If what I say to you is done, many souls will be saved and there will be peace. The war is going to end. But if people do not cease offending God, a worse one will break out during the pontificate of Pope Pius XI. When you see a knight illum illumined, is that illumined? illumined yeah. by an unknown light, Know that this is a great sign given to you by God that he is about to punish the world for its crimes by means of war, famine, and persecutions of the church and of the Holy Father. To prevent this, I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. If my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted and there will be peace. If not... She will spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions of the church. The good will be martyred. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. Various nations will be annihilated. In the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph. The Holy Father will consecrate Russia to me, and she shall be converted. And a period of peace will be granted to the world. Uh, at this time, that doesn't sound like the Virgin Mary. It's yeah. very, it's very angry for the Virgin yeah. Mary. Also, weren't the Russian wasn't Russian Orthodoxy like the big church there at the time in Russia? Yeah, but they weren't Catholic. I don't know enough to say anything about that, but I will say this doesn't sound anything like Mary. Like this sounds 
really spiteful. Like, there's nothing immaculate about trying to get that much vengeance out into the world. So it's kind of... Dick. It's just... Something feels weird about it. Like, say... Let's go on the assumption that maybe something extraordinary happened here, right? Something supernatural occurred. If that's the case... I would wager that this is more of a trickster spirit in the guise of a Judeo-Christian sort of yeah. vibe than the a actual... weird trickster earth element. Yeah, yeah or than something. the or actual alien. Virgin Mary. Because it just sounds really angry and mean. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so the third secret, um, one, of the, one of the children uh, eventually became a nun. And she refused to uh, reveal it during her lifetime, but she wrote it down. And uh, Mike, you want to take the the last one here? Yeah. The third part of the secret revealed at the Cova de Iria Fatima on 13 July 1917. I write in obedience to you, my God, who command me to do so through his excellency, the Bishop of Leria, and through your most holy mother and mine. After the two parts which I have already explained, at the left of Our Lady and a little above, we saw an angel with a flaming sword in his left hand. Flashing, it gave out flames that looked as though they would set the world on fire, but they died out in contact with the splendor that Our Lady radiated towards him from her right hand. Pointing to the earth with his right hand, the angel cried out in a loud voice, Penance, penance, penance. Are you sure he wasn't shouting penis? Penis. Penis, penis. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Children. We, and we saw in an immense light that is God something similar to how people appear in a mirror when they pass in front of it. A bishop dressed in white. We had the impression that it was the Holy Father. Other bishops, priests, men, and women religious going up a steep mountain at the top of which there was a big cross of rough-hewn trunks as of a cork tree with the bark. Before reaching there, the Holy Father passed through a big city half in ruins and half trembling with halting step, afflicted with pain and sorrow. He prayed for the souls of the corpses he met on his way. Having reached the top of the mountain on his knees at the foot of the big cross, he was killed by a group of soldiers who fired bullets and arrows at him. And in the same way, there died one after another the other bishops, priests, men and women, religious, and various lay peoples of different ranks and positions. Between the two arms of the cross, there were two angels, each with a crystal asperisorium in his hand, in which they gathered up the blood of the martyrs and with it sprinkled the souls that were making their way to God. Okay. So, this isn't like a, a prophecy at all. This is, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what, I don't know what to do with that. I mean, the... Even it, the priests can't figure it out. Yeah, They're the, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what uh, this is. That sounds like bullshit to me. The angel with the flaming sword is probably Michael that she's referring to. Could be. I think that's who always has the flaming sword in this shit. Um, I don't know what else to take away from that. Oh, they try to give a little explanation there. The purpose of the vision is not to show a film of an irrevocably fixed future. Its meaning is exactly the opposite. 
It's meant to mobilize the forces of change in the right direction. Therefore, we must totally discount fatalistic explanation of the secret, such as, for example, the claim that the would-be assassin of 13th May 1981 was merely an instrument of the divine plan guided by providence and could therefore have acted freely or other similar ideas in circulation. Rather, the vision speaks of dangers and how we might be saved from them. The the assassin they're referring to is the uh, guy that shot John Pope, Lennon, Pope John Paul. Oh, oh, <laughs> not John Lennon. No, no, that guy. No, this guy failed. So <laughs> this guy shot the Pope, and he only resulted in the invention of the Pope mobile. Oh, the oh. greatest invention known to mankind. <laughs> yeah, the, the Pope mobile. Everybody can see the Pope, but no one can shoot him in the stomach. There you go. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's go over the uh, alien-human battle of 1979 in New Mexico. Uh, Phil Schneider said he was working as an explosive expert helping build secret underground bases for the U.S. government in Dulce, New Mexico in 1979. In 1995, he told the astonishing story of his encounter with alien beings living underground. Schneider said he was one of three survivors in a battle with aliens in August 1979 and that he was the only person with high-level security clearance speaking out in such detail about the government's knowledge of alien beings. And they're just letting him talk? Yeah, I mean, he seems crazy, so (laughs) why not? Okay. He was uh, very critical of the government for keeping citizens in the dark and gave many talks on his experiences in the two years preceding his death in 1997. So, yeah, he did die two years later. Schneider claimed that multiple attempts were made on his life after he begun revealing what he knew. His death by suicide has been viewed with suspicion by his supporters. Well, okay then. Consider me shut the fuck up. There you go. Schneider was suspicious about the underground base he was helping to build when he saw so many Special Forces Green Berets around camp. So there's Green Beret guys around the camp. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The work team drilled four large holes, the standard way to start construction. But what emerged from the holes was not at all part of standard procedure. All the black city air came up when we drilled the holes there, Schneider said in a lecture at the 1995 uh, Preparedness Expo. He had gone underground to make an assessment when he found himself just feet away from a big gray, a seven-foot-tall alien. What? So, yeah, he went down into the hole. He was like, what is all this black soot? And he found a seven-foot-tall alien. Fuck that. Yeah. The the stench was worse than the worst garbage can. The entity was absolutely horrible, he said. Schneider fumbled for a pistol he was carrying. He killed two of the beings, but not before one of them could admit a strange and harmful energy. Mm. The alien made a sort of circular motion with his hand, waving it in front of his chest. Schneider uh, imitated the action. The next thing I know, this blue beam hit me, and I literally opened up like a fish. Oh. So this guy, so they so this, it. this alien did like some kind of fucking energy magic, and like just cut him open with it. He showed the audience his hand. The beam burned off some of the fingers on his left hand and hit his chest. It also burned his shoes off and even burned his toenails off. A Green Beret saved Schneider's life and lost his own life in the process. He got Schneider into a lift and pushed the button to raise him above ground to safety. Uh, More than 60 people lost their lives that day, said Schneider. The other two survivors are living in nursing homes in Canada, he said. They are protected by the Canadian government, and no American citizen, Schneider included, is allowed to access them. 
Schneider said this is because they were scared of being kidnapped. Uh, there's a war underway, and it's been going on since that time, he said. He spoke of 1,477 underground bases around the world, 129 of which were located in the United States. Each cost $17 billion or more. He said the black budget hidden from other U.S. government agencies and from the public garners 25% of the gross national product. Military forces from multiple countries have been engaged in such warfare with aliens, he said. Okay. So we must instill in our public officials they must tell the truth, he said. If we, if the truth cannot totally come out, what's the use in having anything called freedom? Wait, so they're underground aliens? Yes. So they're either living underground, but this goes, there's a lot of theories that, like, aliens aren't actually aliens at all. They're ultra-terrestrials. They're, yeah. they're okay. a civilization that's existed here way, way longer See, than that's we what, have. That's what I was going to say. Like Atlantean. In that case, wouldn't we be the invading aliens? Yeah. Right. That is some of the, that's some of the argument that yeah. if we're digging down there and they don't want to be found, that they yeah. might kill us with blue energy. Well, I mean, there's a, that's another popular theory is that human beings aren't of Earth. Uh, oh, we were like seated here. Yeah, we yeah. were we were sent here for the v- reasons are uh, varied. Uh, gold, gold. Uh, we're, it's a prison planet for undesirable species, which is be humanity. We're too violent, so they put us here in a place we don't belong, and that's why we get sunburns. Or or we're just or we're just seated by ourselves. Yeah, like human human beings exist in other places in the galaxy, and they just before before faster than light speed travel, they just seeded the the rest of the galaxy with the same. Or uh, you know, basically the whole beginning of Prometheus. Yeah, Yeah. right. That's what I think about every time this comes up. (laughs) But but yeah, uh, what do you think uh, the mole the mole aliens look like? Well, you said they were like big. He said it just looked like a gray alien. Yeah, just just grays. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Regular ass gray. Hoping for lizard people or... My problem with this story is... So the other two people who saw this shit are just chilling in Canada. And Canada is going to tell us, Oh, you can't fuck with these people because they're on our soil. Well, they're probably dead by this time. That's Yeah, but it's like... I f- it feels really weird that they're just chilling. Well, and they, well I mean, they're if you just very worried attack. that if you go up there to bother them about what they saw underground, that you will then immediately kidnap them or murder them. Yeah, yeah but what? What would? That's what my. That's what I'm saying. Is like, what's going to stop someone from going up there and murdering them anyways? Like, I don't feel like the the rest home they're in is really superhero. Keep them. Justin Trudeau guards yeah. them 24 yeah, no. hours. That would be hilarious if, like, he did that. Yeah, he just guards them with uh, kung that fu. That feels weird that they're just safe in rest homes in Canada. That seems... If if on our own soil, we might make it look like someone killed themselves because they're talking about aliens, but you know, jumping the border to Canada to make someone look like they killed themselves is a bridge too far. Yeah, it's like... Seems weird. That that seems odd to me. Well, it's, I'm sure it's part of the international secrecy uh, cabal that you know each continent is allowed to handle the secrecy in the way that they choose, and Canadians always choose uh, unfettering politeness. <laughs> yeah, they always choose nursing homes. Yeah. Each country, rather. Yeah. Because as a continent, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, no, secretly, Canada is actually more powerful than the U.S. Secretly? Yeah. Well, they're too polite to say anything. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to mention it. Yeah. They're uh, very humble about knows. it. Yeah. Mike, you have some Illuminati news for us. 
Illuminati. Yeah. The Illuminati has lost one of their own. Don't worry, he has not died. He has just ascended to fourth phase, in which he gets his own planet to rule as God Emperor until the end of time. And that person there is David Rockefeller, oh, one of the most evil men in the world, is finally dead at 101. David Rockefeller, rotten hell. Go ahead and <laughs> Google yourself a picture of this guy, because this dude looks like Emperor Palpatine. I think he, he looks evil as shit. After the electric shock backfired. I definitely think he looks like a ventriloquist dummy that made a wish to come to life. <laughs> yeah, a poorly constructed one. Yeah, well, as all ventriloquist dummies are. And Con- an old one. Conspiracy theorists the world over can rejoice. One of the most notoriously evil men in the world is no longer with us. <laughs> Former Chase Manhattan chief executive David Rockefeller has died at the age of 101, meaning which he has ascended. Rockefeller died in his sleep of congested heart failure. Nobody cares. Uh, this is a super long article, so I've got to like... This guy's like super detail about all of his grievances about David Rockefeller. Yeah, this guy really hated David it's Rockefeller. Like, okay, he's a lizard person, you know? Yeah, get we get it. You don't it. like him. Yeah, get over it. Lizard people rule the earth, man. <laughs> it's like, and this guy goes on to try and talk about how much money David Rockefeller has, and apparently he has oh, so much Oh, he had much more fucking money than anybody. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. The Rockefeller family? Come on. Oh, and this is one thing he says, did you notice people are happy about his death? It's like, And I thought about it, I was like, yeah, when I heard he died, I felt just a little bit happier. Yeah. I'm not even into those conspiracies, and I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. I... 101? Yeah, eat shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. You rich bastard. Well, I, you know what? That's what's annoying That's probably about how it. long Donald Trump's going to live. It's not. Oh, I hope. Don't say old. that. Don't put that on he's never. He's never had a beer. He's the new he's super He's never president. smoked a cigarette. But no. He's I, never eaten no, red meat. That motherfucker Yeah, he burns the no, blood out of no all of his way. meat. That's true. He snorted so much cocaine, he might as well be doing a handstand on Mount Everest. Dave, here's another choice quote. David Rockefeller's work under the guise of philanthropy has caused the deaths and needless suffering of millions. Millions? Yeah. Millions? Millions. That's a lot. Many people also believe David Rockefeller was directly involved with funding and planning 9-11. <laughs> well, that's probably true. For some, it sounds far-fetched, but for those who have dug deeper into this subject, they know there is a lot of damning evidence to prove it. But there was never anyone powerful enough to take him to court. Does he happen to yeah. list this damning evidence? Uh, honestly, no. I would be more skeptical if they claimed he was indirectly involved. Would you, you, you would be more you skeptical? More skeptical? Yeah. Like that's like I would be like that's like him being directly involved like yeah probably but indirectly involved be like that sounds like bullshit. So you're saying this guy didn't do anything on accident. Yeah. Well yeah, people that right. rich don't do anything oh, on accident. Oh uh, okay, yeah, so all right. I can see that. Uh, also logic. this article um here's a, according to the guy who wrote this article, here's a direct quote from David Rockefeller speaking at the UN business conference in 1994. We are on the verge of a global transformation. All we need is the right major crisis, and the nations will accept the new world order. God, look at this fucking guy. He looks like a monster. He does look... That, that mean, wasn't part of the quote. No, that was just me being like, Jesus Christ, this guy is hideous. So rest rest in your own planetary empire, yeah. David Rockefeller. He's the emperor of space. You've you've ascended to fourth level, level lizard person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In closing, you can pay your dues to David Rockefeller and spit on his grave when you get the chance. Is what this guy says. This last one I picked out for Lauren to read because I know she's gonna like it so much. Okay. 
Judge sides with Katy Perry as nuns accuse singer of witchcraft. Oh. This is our You Believe in What segment. Okay, yeah, You Believe in What? Uh, a Los Angeles Superior Court judge has sided with Katy Perry in her legal battle with nuns over plans to turn a former Roman Catholic convent into her new home. For the past two years, Perry has been embroiled in the row over the ownership of the eight-acre property in Los Feliz. Perry initially thought that she would be able to buy the former convent from the arch, archdiocese, archdiocese, archdiocese of Los Angeles, run by the Archbishop jo- Jose Gomez, and made a fourteen point five million bid dollar bid. However, the five nuns living in the property at the time deemed that Perry would be an unsuitable owner and pushed to sell it to a businesswoman, Dana Hollister, instead who wanted to turn it into a hotel. A local Catholic archbishop then argued that it was him and not the nuns who owned the property and that it was his wish to sell the property to Perry. So, why is a hotel any better than someone's house? Because it's not... It's a a convent. Yeah, because it's not owned by a dirty, dirty witch. Yeah. Yeah, but like... Except Katy Perry used witchcraft to sway the judge's mind. Here's the thing. There's probably just as much fucking that's going to go on in a hotel than in Katy Perry's Is she Perry's the one that house. kissed a girl and liked it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Maybe She's that's also the one issue. who had the titty Elmo shirt. Yeah. She Maybe. had the cupcake tits that shot frosting. All right, let's, let's see if they have anything that says anything about her, like, you know, witchcraft and shit. Unless it's just, it doesn't go anywhere. But uh, let's see. The Hollywood Reporter now reports that Judge Stephanie Bowick issued a ruling on Tuesday, March 14th, that the nuns did not have authority to sell the property to Hollister and nevertheless failed to validly consummate the transaction. The deal documents were not properly documented. Bowick upheld a previous ruling made in April 2016. Uh, Perry's bid for the property now needs the final approval from the Vatican. From the Vatican? Jesus Christ. Well, it's church property. It's it's church property. That'll take forever. If you look at a little Catholic church, like in Palm Harbor, yeah, that's uh, that property is owned by the Vatican. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. It, it like they are very concrete in all of their real estate dealings throughout the world. You know what? And people get pissy about Scientologists. The the fucking Catholics are just as bad about this. It's the shit. same model. It's the yeah. same sort of shit. Like it's not fair. Like, if you're going to be pissy about a religion, be pissy about all of these religions pulling this shit. Don't just pick one. Well, unless it's your religion. But, like, if No, it- no, I mean all of the religions that can pull this shit. Like, w- they all need to be taxed. Yeah, they, they, all, they, they all need to be dealt with. I just think it, it pisses me off when someone's, like, specifically pissy about a specific religion when they're all doing the same damn shit. Like, come on. Anyways. At least the ones that can afford it, anyway. to, Yeah, the one, you know, the big ones. Um... To, some, to finish up, amid all this, last week uh, saw the nuns accuse Katy Perry of witchcraft, relating her trip to the Salem Witch Walk in 2014. Sister Rose Catherine Holtzman, 86. 86. 86. Yeah, she was alive what a firecracker. Uh, she must remember the Salem Witch Trials. Uh, she said, I'm sorry, but I'm not just into... I'm sorry, but I'm... Just not into witchcraft, and I'm just not into people who are into witchcraft. It disturbs me, and that was our mother house and our retreat house, and it's a, and it's sacred ground. 
So the Pope's what not gonna let you stay there. Dumb anymore. old bitch. She's just a dumb old bitch. Well, she, she doesn't want to move. Yeah, I mean, all. I get it. That's all. I was like, no, Katy Perry went to a witch. There's walk no 86 year old woman that wants to move. Yeah, no. This is where I plan on dying. Well, like, I mean, that's she all was this trying is. to sell it to if someone was going to make a hotel, so she would have had to move anyways. Also, yeah. it's a super nice house. I have no idea. I don't see any pictures. It looks like a castle. That's I a saw it in a different article. Um, cool. Anyway, I'll link to this in the show notes, and I'll try to find a picture of the castle. Uh, we're getting out of here. Uh, make sure you guys hit us up on our Facebook page. We also have an email now. Lauren... Do you know oh, what, yeah. what is um, the email? It's mysteriouses, p- mysteriousnesses pc at gmail.com. So uh, you can hit us up there. Send us Somebody a had mysteriousnesses? They did. No. Yeah, they did. Oh, I thought you fucked it up and did it that way. Well, no, uh, I fucked it up because the first time I got the email, I spelled mysteriousnesses M I S T E R. And then I went back to spell it with a Y and found out that somebody already had it with a Y. So now it's mysteriousness is with a Y, PC at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, or you can hit us up on Facebook like Joe did and send us just a message or whatever. Uh, and as you can see from this episode, we're happy to cover, uh, you know, the stuff whatever you want. Yeah, whatever us, so you guys want. Hit us, us to talk up, about. please. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening on Bubba Army Radio, uh, we're glad you're listening. Make sure you check out all of our old episodes and rate and review us on iTunes. That's uh, it for the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you.